When it comes to Chef Peter Kwong's philosophy on culinary education, he emphasizes three fundamentals, sharing, caring, and loving. Indeed, for the St. Croix Falls-based chef, educator, and consultant, cooking is much more than a profession, it's an experiential art form. I caught up with Kwong in his most recent class on the five mother sauces of French cuisine, hosted at Bluff Country Co-op. We discussed his passion for cooking, his journey as a chef, and the art of French cuisine. I'm Willard Hike. On this episode of Culture Click, we get cooking. Stick around. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQALFM on the campus of Winona State University. Good evening. Uh, can I have your attention for a second? So you don't mind, my name is Peter Kwong. Watching Chef Peter Kwong teach a class on the five mother sauces of French cuisine, it is clear he enjoys interacting with his students. Tonight, um, we're doing a French mother sauces. What do you like about French cooking? Main thing is the sauce. If you can master the sauce, you got it. Making the crepes is easy, but there's a sauce on top. You go, ooh. Okay. These mother sauces, as they're called, are considered to be fundamental components of French cooking. So in a nutshell, tell me a little bit about what you taught here today. Uh, I did some French cooking uh, with uh, five basic mother sauces. Uh, and then when you can master those five sauces, you can pretty much do anything. Uh, and my philosophy is making this easy and simple. So when I show everybody what I cook with, they go, this is it? I go, yeah, this is it. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about the mother sauce's significance. Um, If I understand correctly, they're important to French cuisine, especially, is that right? If you can master these five sauces, you can pretty much cook anything. Um, The main thing to do is have a nice roux, which is a mixture of flour and and, uh, butter. Heat up the butter and then put flour in it until it's really thick. And that could be your base to thicken your different sauces. I do the bechamel tonight, which is a creamy white sauce. And I did the velote, which is a velvety light sauce uh, with extra flavor. Uh, sauce tomate, which I didn't do, is a creamy tomato sauce. But uh, we did the final, we did an espanol, which is a brown sauce and is originated from Spain. Out of the five basic, is there any reason you chose these three? Are they especially important, or is it just three that... Uh, actually, they're easy and simple to make. Hollandaise sauce, it takes a lot of patience uh, and also a lot of experience. So this is the first class, I don't want to you know, make them go, oh my gosh, it's so hard. So the three basic sauces, actually, everybody comes out here and take turns, and they made it, and they go, this is great. I go, yeah, this is it. <laughs> Why would it be important for cooks of, of, of any skill level to know these sauces? Well, most of the people just cook and follow recipes. You know, the steam, the bake, the fry, the braise. Um, but the French cooking is more unique because once you master these basic skills, you can go nuts. 
You can make soup with that. You can put on top of vegetables, uh, meat, uh, make soup. So the end, I mean, the possibilities are endless. And that's why I picked this free, easy, simple, like French cooking 101. Uh, French cuisine is very kind of unique because it's surrounded by all these other European countries that all have their own unique influence and culture. Could you touch a little bit more on what makes French cuisine so unique? Basically, every country's cooking style is unique uh, because they have a lot of influence from neighboring country. Uh, and then, based on their own, they absorb the other countries and they become their own. Uh, like the Espanol sauce, Espanol and the Spanish, uh, because it's, France is close to uh, Spain and Portugal and Italy, so everybody kind of steal from each other, so to speak. But uh, again, cooking is no limit. You take someone's and you add on whatever you feel like, and you become your own. And after tonight, I think the students pretty much go, can I add this to this? I go, yeah, absolutely. Like the basic, uh, uh, the, the uh, bechamel, if you add cheese, it becomes a cheese sauce. If you add some lemon and capers, it becomes a totally different animal. But the list can go on and on. It's like bartending. I uh, teach a bartending class based on the vodka, gin, tequila, rum, whatever. You can make billions and billions of drinks. This is pretty much all the, the uh, ingredients. Okay, butter, gotta need lots of butter. Uh, and then flour, and then a half and half, which is cream, and then chicken base, beef base, whatever you have. White wine and red wine. We cannot drink it because they don't have the license. But at least, <laughs> I won't drink it too, so don't drive crazy. So with all that, you ready to start? Peter began his career in culinary arts, as many do, by accident. I came from Hong Kong. I uh, came for the college, and uh, I never really worked in Hong Kong, per se. Uh, kind of spoiled. But then, uh, to supplement my college income, uh, I uh, started working in a restaurant as a dishwasher. So, and I like it. I got promoted to be a line cook, uh, to be a prep cook, and uh, later on to be... Uh, a bartender, a waiter, a manager, and I just love the business. So I kind of stay with that, and I'm getting pretty good. Um, I, I was at, a, they called it a troubleshooter. They, they can help the different restaurants find out what the problems are and help them solve it. So work on, working on that, I became um, a uh, restaurant consultant. And just keep evolving, and I love to teach. And I became an adjunct professor in a culinary school, and I do different uh, demonstrations and different, uh, like, like co-op here, uh, farmer's market, uh, different places that can promote the cooking. Uh, and I loved it. So we moved up here three years ago uh, from Milwaukee and end up that I'm teaching everywhere right now. Something that I thought of while you're telling me your story, did you come to the United States with the intention of getting into hospitality and cooking, or is that something you discovered once you were here? Oh, that evolved. 
I, my major is uh, business management and marketing. Uh, but somehow I get a restaurant. And, but I still use a lot of what I learned from college, you know, like marketing, you know, management. All those kind of, kind of make myself better and better. So now I can teach Chinese, Italian, Mexican, anywhere. Yeah, so, so that, that leads to my next question. Obviously, a big component of your work is teaching and education. Um, what, who and where do you typically teach? It sounds like you do some classes uh, at schools and you do some more community stuff like this. Um, what, what kind of venues and, and, and people do you usually teach? Well, somehow I got involved with the community education program. I started with one school, and somehow they loved me, and they, tell, uh, they told everybody about me teaching a class. So I live in St. Croix Falls, but I teach in River Falls, I teach in uh, Rice Lake, I teach in Cumberland, Spooner, and all different community education programs, they just call me. And when they call, I said, sure, I'll do it. And now I'm just teaching over, uh, like co-op. You know, I've never heard of this before, but I said, I love it. Everybody enjoy the class too. That makes it makes me happy. Do you have a particular philosophy when it comes to teaching? Yes, absolutely. Teaching number one is going to be fun. As you can tell tonight, everybody have fun. And number two, um, I would like everybody to take what they have learned from me and do something for themselves or their friends or their family. Uh, to me, it's like sharing, caring, and loving. That's part of cooking. What draws you to cooking? What, what, interests, what about it interests you? Uh, the caring and sharing part. When I hear people go, oh my God, I love it. This is so easy and simple and so tasty. I said, can you do it? And all of them said, yes, I can. So I want to see how they, uh, what they've done next time I see them. It sounds like your skill set is very diverse. You know, you can cook all types of food, you know, from around the world. Is there one type of food in particular that you prefer? Is there one thing that you would say is your specialty? Of course, being Chinese, you know, I love to cook Chinese food. But I find it most uh, interesting and rewarding uh, I cook the Italian class. Um, I cook all different kinds of food. But the, the bottom line is people really enjoyed it. Uh, and they um, can duplicate it to share with the family. Okay? And to me, that's the most fun part. Okay, my biggest comfort and reward is when the students get done learning my class. And Later on, I, I, I got a text and go, oh, wow, a lot of nice pictures of food and uh, whatever. I go, wow. And then I'll text back, who is this? <laughs> and they said, oh, this is Lauren. I took your Chinese 101 class last week. And I took this for my family. And I said, oh, wow, that's great. And then what she said just warmed my heart. Is that my father-in-law doesn't like Chinese food. She had, and then he had three helpings. So to me, it's like, wow. Over and over, I got texts because I'll give you 
my business cards, of course, just don't call me after 10. I'll be in bed. In addition to his work as a chef and educator, Kuang recently published his first book. Titled Walk and Roll, the book is a collection of Kuang's local newspaper columns, recipes, and memories. I always want to write a memoir and cookbook uh, after I retire. Well, I try to retire, but I'm busier now than I ever have been. So, but um, the first draft, I wrote it, and I let a good friend who is an English professor, she read it, uh, and then she said, Peter, it's a lot of good stuff, but, and the but, that's what hit me. He said, you're over the place. You're not telling a story. When you write, you should just write so the readers can follow. So that was when I was thinking, oh, I need help. So I took a writing class, uh, and um, the writing class works well. And then one day, the uh, uh, instructor said, hey, class, the local paper is looking for a feeler. It was Thanksgiving, and they have a blank spot that they want to fill. And then who, who would be interested in writing an article for them to, fill, to be a filler? And I said, well, I volunteer. I said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do. Uh, so I wrote something totally unique, crazy, and different. Uh, since I love to cook, I wrote about making pot stickers, which is like a dumpling. But since it was Thanksgiving, I wrote recipes that make pot stickers with turkey. And... Uh, Everybody liked it, and three days later, I got a call from the uh, editor. He said, Peter, you know, I like your article. Would you be interested in keep writing a column for us every week? I said, you're crazy. This takes a lot of time. And, uh, but I said, well, why not? And that's how this venture started. And this walk and roll book is about, well, two years of work. Again, the editor called me uh, last uh, March. He said, Peter, uh, a lot of readers you know, call me. They love your column. Can you put all this column together and make a book? I said, you're crazy. <laughs> People read the column already. Why would they do that? I said, no, no, no. It's like a keepsake because you have a lot of funny jokes, uh, a lot of recipes, drinks. Like I, I love wine, so I have like two chapters on just how to enjoy wine, uh, and a lot of my philosophies. I pretty much sum up that I really enjoy life and sharing my passion with others. Peter concluded the class by performing This Land is Your Land on his ukulele. Thank you to Peter Kwong for joining us on this episode of Culture Click. More information on Peter and his book can be found at phkwang.com. An additional thank you to Bluff Country Co-op for their cooperation in making this program possible. An archive of today's show or any other episode of Culture Click can be found at kqal.org under the Media tab. I'm Willard Hike. Thanks for listening. This land was made for you and me. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate it. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQAL FM 
on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click. Do you want to know about all things Winona and the surrounding area? Tune in to Culture Click Thursdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. Culture Click is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. <laughs>